The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. And welcome to a, a brand new episode of brand new, brand new of Colts fans <laughs> and Bill's land. <gasps> My name is Matt Johnson. One of your hosts and alongside with me is the, uh, the ever charismatic charismatic. Oh God, I cannot talk today. Um, Brandon Allen Rogers. What's That's going good, on, my man? man? How are you? I'm going to talk for the both of us. I am great. I am hyped. I'm excited. I am ecstatic, electric, uh, enigmatic, uh, elephantantric, eccentric. A lot of E words flowing off the tip of my tongue right now. What was that elephant one? Elephantantric. Is that an actual word? It means big penis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> I see. Uh, yes, welcome everybody. What a great week uh, we're coming back to. A little, uh, a lot of news to talk about, no doubt about it. Um, you know, uh, COVID, Christmas, beating the Cardinals Yay. on the road. Um, yeah, it is a. Uh, oh Jesus, um, it is. It, it's been a uh, an emotional roller coaster of a week. Yes, of course, last week myself and uh, Brandon returning from. Uh, from beautiful Indianapolis, still coming down from our high. Of, beautiful, uh, being Indianapolis. Excited. Yes, there's a part of me that kind of wants to go this Sunday to watch them play the Raiders, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's just me. That's it. I, I maybe I don't know. We'll see. No, why would I talking about? It? I don't want to sit in the car for 16 hours again. I was gonna say, dude, if they were like three hours closer, I could do a five hour car ride like it's my job. Once you add on that extra three, I'm like. A piece of me dies in Ohio. Ohio is the worst place in the world. Absolute worst. Garbage city. No wonder why LeBron left. <laughs> no wonder why the Browns left the first time. <laughs> Wait, the Browns still haven't showed back on up. Ooh, 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 damn. Ooh, damn. As a shot, as a shot. Um, yeah, so we're coming down from it. We had a really great trip, as we mentioned last week. Uh, and all the hype going towards Christmas Day, right? I mean, everything's going good. We beat the Patriots at home, electric crowd. What's next? Probably the biggest on paper threat to our last, our final stretch being yeah. the Arizona Cardinals. All right, they're a yeah, very Arizona. good football team. 10 and four heading into this game, a rough back half. Um, a rough, uh, definitely a rough back half for the Arizona Cardinals, but um, but a it was nice. 
threat but nonetheless. They're supposed to be really good. They're a good team. You know? They're well coached. They have great players. Kyler Murray is no joke. Um, and some of the other, you know, James Conner has been a fun story. Uh, Chandler Jones is a phenomenal football player. And uh, Uda Baker, Uda Baker, right? Absolutely. Simmons, Isaiah Simmons is a tank. That's right. Um, and yeah, th- there's been a lot of, um, uh, you know, they have a very good team. And the Colts went in. We started to have some COVID issues kind of coming out. Uh, Quentin Nelson, of course, testing positive. Uh, who else? Oh, there's a couple other people who tested positive before they, the flight. I think there was two uh, others. Was it Kyrie? Oh, Glowinski. No, no. That's right. Glowinski. Yep. It was Glowinski. Carrie uh, was on the flight. Okay, that's uh, right. I know it was Quentin Glowinski. I thought there was another Komoko. Well, no, was it not Komoko? Komoko was also on the flight. Um, shoot. Don't matter. It was somebody else, but damn it. A lot of, we had a lot of people. Oh, rock, rock. Yes. In. Yes. That's just what yep. it was. So, all right. So we're already going in shorthanded. Um, you know, offensive line, it, you know, it's been, it was a big issue earlier on in the season, but okay. We grew to it. We had a lot of good backups and then we get to Saturday morning. Saturday early Saturday. Oh, Saturday it was Saturday afternoon. It had to be like Saturday around three o'clock, two o'clock. That's right, because they had to put their final rosters in before four. Uh, Darius Leonard, Kyrie Willis, and uh, Pascal Torre. No, it was Pascal. I think it was Pascal. Zach Pascal and Kamoka Torre. Like five. We have five players. Okay, Go test on. positive. Um, in the plane or some it's on the way there, which is like, um, which is stupid. stupid I mean, crazy. I'm sitting there, you know, just we're getting ready. I was wa- getting ready to watch the, uh, the pregame for Carolina or uh, Cleveland, Green Bay and, Cleveland. Yeah. and Jim Irsay, uh tweets roster moves incoming, and my world stops. I'm like, wait, I heard what? Stop. Wait, yeah. huh? Wait, no. Wait, what? He took his I, sweet ass time getting that fucking message out. He gave us an hour heads up. Like, what? You, you can't be that vague. I mean, something this big. I was thinking, all right, maybe Glow is coming back off the COVID list. Maybe he's being reactivated because he had a, a positive test. Maybe for some reason, Paris Campbell thinks he can go with no practice. Maybe they're going to reactivate Paris. But everybody was saying, nope, more COVID, uh, more COVID, more COVID, more COVID. Like, mother humper. I, yeah. I, I had no idea the extremity of how many people were going to be on it. All right, maybe a player, two players, five players right two hours before or three hours before kickoff yeah that was a new one for me i don't think i've ever i've seen that i've i mean i've we've watched a lot of nfl over the last couple of years having that happen a couple hours before the game uh not great and, and especially when you think about it too all right the colts are on a flight from indianapolis to arizona they're in a plane yeah. together mm-hmm. with you know with these players with these fellow players and we're already starting to see the reverberating effects from it uh, today. Marlon Mack testing positive. Uh, Braden Smith testing uh, testing positive. I think one or two other pieces. Um, a couple of practice squad. It, it's it's been wild. It's it's a big concern. However, there is a little bit of a, a, a gl- there's a glimmer of hope for a lot of this. Little teeny tiny bit of glimmer at the end of that rainbow. So today, uh, the the CDC announced that uh, you know. I guess uh, quarantining times. If you test positive, it was 10 days previously. Um, now it is five days. Now it, it, the CDC is following five days. The NFL has been pretty good about following CDC guidelines. So there is a chance that by the end of this week, they could move, go from 10 to five. 
which which if uh, if that ha- if that pans out, we could be okay. We could have some, some of our places our pieces back. That is, of I course, granted. Everybody test negative. I that we believe this is in. Listen, we're no scientists, but this Omicron, you know, uh, variant, which is very, um, very, very uh, transmissible, but very, very weak. So it, we're guessing that's what this I was is. Like I mean, my penis game. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody can get it. <laughs> and, oh Jesus! Uh, <laughs> but but this is what but this is what's been going around the NFL. All right, we already have more positive cases this year than combined last year. If I'm not if if I read correctly, and this um, is going around. I thought I saw it was like 400 put on this weekend alone, or this this month alone. I'm sorry, uh, from December alone. All of last year is like 236. Yeah. So um, that, that's Super. to put things in perspective. But, um, I mean, you know, football aside, it's a good sign, I think, for the rest of the world that this 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 virus, these variants are getting weaker. And the CDC is is trusted enough to lax guidelines a little bit. So that's a good thing, um, you know, in the world among us. But in the world of football, that it could be a good sign for a lot of our players returning. This is the last Playoff. stretch. Playoffs. You know, um, this is so, so, so important that, you know, this occurs because if the Colts win this week, they are pretty much a lock on on the postseason. They are pretty much a lock for it. They can lose to Jacksonville, but they're pretty much a lock based on tiebreakers, all that jazz. I believe it's a it bumps up to a 98 percent chance if they beat the Raiders this weekend. So it's huge. It's, it's a massive thing. The Raiders have tiebreakers over other teams. Jacksonville doesn't really so much. So beating the Raiders is like very, very important. And Derek Carr had an excellent statement on Saturday, uh, Sunday after he won. We're not dead yet. And I'm a huge Derek Carr fan. I'm a guy who wanted him to come here during this offseason with uh, as turbulent as it was. And this Raiders team is feisty. They're fired up. They've been through hell and back. Um, but we got to roll it back. We, gotta, we haven't even really talked about the Arizona game. Uh, we'll get to the Raiders in just a little bit. Man, what a brave and awesome like gutsy performance by our boys in blue uh this weekend uh beating that arizona cardinals team man injuries galore the covid stuff there was the it was a very very gritty football game and it made me happy to know that our colts can go toe-to-toe with the best teams in the nfl and pull out ugly wins now not give it give up and lose ugly wins but but win ugly wins or I shouldn't say it, lose ugly wins, uh, lose ugly games, but come out and win gritty, tough, and, you know, come out on top. That's That was what I needed to see. After the last couple of weeks, you know, Tampa stunk. Uh, it, you know, th- that game hurt, but my confidence level has really built up over the last couple of weeks with what the Colts have been able to do. Oh, I mean, just watching them forge on and battle and fight when they're missing their heart and soul of their defense. Uh, half of the offensive line can't start the game, and then the other half like ends up getting hurt during the game. So you're literally playing out with backups and even backups to those backups in that game. And yet we go in there to enemy territory. You know, this was the hottest team that I've seen a month ago, you know, uh, and punch him in the mouth. Jonathan Taylor didn't have the Jonathan Taylor game that we're all used to, still broke over 100 yards. You know, people were saying, oh, well, Carson Wentz has to prove that he can, you know, uh, come in in the clutch and make the throws that he needs to do. And that's exactly what he did. I mean, that throw to Patman in the back of the end zone, phenomenal. You will not find a better throw. You know, some really great throws, 
Not a better throw made by any other quarterback at all this year. Nope. And I was looking at, you know, on Twitter today. And of course, Patrick Mahomes made the same throw this weekend. And everybody's sucking, you know, just choking on Patrick Mahomes hot dogs. You know, uh, and and like this just a great Jackson Mahomes impression you just did right there. You you like that? Yeah. 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 Fuck it on TikTok. Um, (laughs) I hate that fucking piece of shit. Um, uh, you know, it, this, this Jeff short, I forgot what his name is. He's a lineman. He's like a, he's like a analyst. Now he Colts fans have been burying him because he's just slobbered all over Kansas or Patrick Mahomes for making Jeff the Schwartz. same throw yep. Schwartz and uh, Carson made it from 10 yards back further. And this literally the same thing I covered guy was covered. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was just well time, well patient. You know, I, we know that Carson Wentz could do his thing, but the game plan doesn't necessarily have to have, it. we don't need, that is the nice thing about what we have here. This is what we wanted Philip Rivers to come in and do last year is not have to depend on Carson as much as we do. But when we need to, he can show up. He can show up and do his thing. And Carson has had that game numerous times this year. All right. Tampa Bay, he passed it when we needed to. I know the RPO thing and the whole debate, and I wish we ran the damn ball more. But we, he's shown that he can throw the ball. San Fran. He was a big, we depended on him a lot in, against San Fran in the rain. When, you know, windy storm, Carson Wentz still thrown out there. And then he did it. He did over 200 yards over the, uh, you know, uh, against the Buda Baker as, you know, against this Arizona Cardinals team, which has been uh, relatively efficient. Carson Wentz went out there and did his thing. And this is the kind of balanced football. I, you know, it's, it's so... It, you know, I heard uh, we living in Buffalo, we get WGR 500 uh, around here and their hosts are all, they just, they're this huge, big balls, very arrogant. Um, you know, they, they specifically shed on the Colts. They're, they all th- think that because they beat the Patriots the second time, even though they split the series, you have to acknowledge that um, you split the series. They're all very arrogant. And they're like, Oh, we don't think well, we'd rather take Josh Allen, you know, depending on Josh Allen's arm, than. Uh, a run first team and trusting Carson Wentz. I'm just like, we beat the fuck out of you like a month ago. And y'all already forgot. So I'm getting heated. Listen to this, but our team can do either or it's all game script. It's all game script. All right. It's coaching. It's game script. It is a, it is a combination of all these things. And the Colts did that. Listen, Jonathan Taylor got a hundred yards. All right really happy about that no touchdown thing too sorry brandon had a bumpy out of the uh the playoffs because of that i mean uh, i dominated the, the league fancy league with jonathan taylor on, <laughs> on his back and then yet yeah, matt had to come out and freaking it's just stupid it was just stupid. <laughs> fancy football stupid football. yeah <laughs> i did it with my other league though so I, oh, I won congratulations in championships thank you very good very I good that one um but yeah i, I mean ty hilton came out today and said you know he had a great quote hey we can beat you uh any way you want just tell us how Show us right. how. Tell us how you want it. On the ground, in the air. I mean, we could shut your team out like we do at Houston. You know, our defense is nasty. We could either, you know, pick you off a couple of times, have a couple of fumbles. Smash mouth. We can do finesse. If you want to go finesse, we can do finesse. We'll cut you any way that you'll let us cut you. Just, I love this team. It's a versatility. And now Frank is showing how great of a coach he is. He's phenomenal. Is he not phenomenal? I know everyone was like burying him in the first couple of weeks of the game or the year. He deserved it he, though. He deserved it. No, he did not deserve the first, it. First, hey, we had this count. No, we can't go back and forth. We no. can't go back and forth on this. If I always were, said it. 
I always said it. No hesitancy. You were always positive. I never wanted. Listen, I never want to see him fired. But there was a lot of play calling stuff that I had issue with. And then he he visibly started to listen to the fans. Like it was apparent in his play calling. Uh, no, he was he telling you guys why he was calling plays this way, or why he was calling. This. He was dictating what the defense was giving him, and he made the right choices at the right time. They just weren't executed properly. And I, I phenomenal. He is my coach of the year by a mile. He, Bill Belichick can win it every year, so he's disqualified automatically. Screw you, Bill, and we beat you guys. Um, you know, he he just beat the crap out of. Uh, Oh my God, I'm blanking on Arizona Cardinals. Kingsbury. Uh, Kingsbury, there we go. I was going to say Kirchhoff for some weird reason. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Kingsbury just buried him. LaFleur, he has Aaron Rodgers, so he also should be disqualified. And, uh, you know, Brable still sucks. So never mind. That's it. Those are. Uh, bias those- aside, I do like what Brable's being able to do, but th- there is a good case for Frank Reich as coach of the year, especially where you consider where they started at, one in four. Yeah. Uh, to to make it back. I mean, if they win out, yeah, you got to give Frank Reich's got to be up there at least, right? Just the job that he did. All right, we lost, you know, most of our starters on Saturday, still went in Arizona and beat the Cardinals uh, yeah. the way that he did, able to adjust on the fly, smart play calling, especially the last four weeks. You know, great play calling. I know that Tampa game still kind of, you know, ruffles some feathers. But he put it in his quarterback's hands to make those decisions. You know, they were RPOs. He, he saw that they weren't good pass uh, running formation, so he decided to pass it. But he put the ball in his players' hands, and he puts his players in the best positions to win. Right. And it shows week in and week out. That's what he's been able to do with this team. Carson Wentz was considered to be broken last year. No one wanted him. He was broken. Frank Wright fixed him. Everyone said, if anyone can do it, it's Frank. He deserves Coach of the Year on that merit alone. Nevertheless, having now an MVP candidate in Jonathan Taylor, a uh, defensive player of the year candidate in Darius Leonard, and not enough people are saying that. So I'll screw it to the mountaintops. Carson Wentz, comeback player of the year. We're probably going to give it to Dak because of that horrific injury he had last year. But honestly, look at all these pieces that, you know, Frank is able to manipulate and push and pull and just make it what he has to do. Ballard deserves GM of the year, too. He's fantastic. It's just Dude, our team is so good right now. I'm so pumped. I am absolutely ecstatic. I, and I know, COVID us in the butt. <laughs> no, I know. And I, I think we're still going to be okay regardless. I think the way the schedule laid out, uh, I'd rather be, you know, in, in retrospect, I see a lot of Colts fans bitching about our early stretch, how tough it was. But, man, I'd rather be where we're at right now and having these COVID issues than playing against a, you know, having to win against a Titans team, having to win against a Rams team to kind of get in. Right at this point in the season, yep. I think I'd rather have that um, kind of situation. I think our backups can do well. And again, if this if the NFL changes its its COVID weight policy this week, based on the CDC's thing, we're we're definitely going to be okay. We're definitely going to be okay. And at worst, the playoffs. We're, we're we should be okay by playoff time. Um, at that, so it's um, you know, I, I'm not I'm not too worried about it yet. I, I'm not too stressed out about it. The Raiders are a very good team. Like I said. One that we have to we have to respect. There's no doubt about it. They are a dangerous team. They are coming for a playoff spot. They're eight and yep. seven right now, and you know a win this week could propel them into the top seven. Um, but we can't let that happen. We are the Colts. We can't let that happen. Uh, you know they, they have a, again a very dangerous offense, a very good pass rush uh, led by that Max Crosby guy. So that's why we're kind of hoping that we get all the offensive linemen on yes. uh, at least uh, returned. 
Frank Reich did state today that uh, it is possible that Ryan Kelly is back uh, this week, which is great news. Um, Again, a lot of kudos to, uh, you know, this cultural organization who was like, Ryan, you know, we're paying you a lot of money, but we understand the personal, the, the grief, the, the grieving process, the, the magnitude of it, the, the, all that. And hey, stay home and do your thing and take as much time as you need. And, uh, you know, for Kelly to kind of come back this week to a bit of a hero's, it'll definitely be a hero's walk. If he does, if he does, they are expecting this week, um, you know, to have our leader of the offensive line kind of back, it'll be nice. You know, damn well, he's not going to just roll over, right? He's going to be, he's going to play his heart oh. out. And those guys are going to play so hard for him. Yep. Q, if Q comes back this week, next to Kelly, might murder someone on the football field. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. I, I am excited at the sentiment of that. But, um, but yeah, so big-time game against the Raiders on Sunday. Uh, I think it's a 1 o'clock game. I don't think it's been adjusted at all. But uh, there are pretty big playoff implications. I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me on if they flexed it, to be per- perfectly honest with you. Because it could be the oh, final. Oh, I need those 1 p.m. games. There's so you much want it. Flex it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, get it out of the way. Get it out of the know, way. We've, we've been prime time, you know, two weeks in a row. I doubt we get flexed with a third one. You know, true, but I mean, you gotta the playoff situation is is that's oh, the huge. game you want on. That's the huge. kind of that's the kind of game you want on. You know, a little bit of a a a, set, a controlled audience, yeah, not so much widespread. But excuse me, regardless, big week ahead. If uh, the Colts get through this one, we're we're pretty much in. We are we are essentially a lock. Doesn't matter what happens in Jacksonville, but we're pretty much a, a lock for. The playoffs of this Raiders game, uh, another must win. This is playoff football. We're already yep. in playoff football mode. Looking at the uh, the division winners, um, Kansas City's probably getting the number one, you know, uh, overall uh, seed. It could. I am excited. They had that matchup against Cincinnati this weekend, which I am very, very excited yeah, for. That should be a fun one. That one should be flex, to be honest with you. Yes. That would be a great. That should uh, be like flex. Sunday night football. Yeah. Oh, that would be um, a good game, too. That would so, be a really good Sunday night football game. Looking at the four division winners that we've got so far, uh, Cincinnati, uh, Buffalo now, uh, uh, Kansas City, and who is the – oh, Tennessee. T- Tennessee and the Bengals, uh, yep. Which one of those four would you want to play first round? Um, def- I, I think for me the ultimate bucket list is getting Tennessee back. Yep. Nailed I th- it. I think that's the one – that's the matchup I With want. With Derrick Henry. I want Derrick Henry back. Just going to show him Taylor's better. I haven't heard anything yet about Derek Henry's recovery process. That makes me a little bit nervous. Julio Jones just went on uh COVID list today. Not that he's really done anything, yeah. but, um, but I want Tennessee. I, you know what I mean? I, I, I think Buffalo is going to be, obviously it's not going to be a walk in the park next time we play them. Uh, that's going to be a, another emotional roller coaster. If, if you know, if that, you know, comes to fruition, but for me, as far as bucket list stuff goes, I really want to knock Tennessee out. I think that it's possible. And, and honestly, who knows? Uh, you know, we were really counting on San Francisco this week to uh, to knock off uh, Tennessee. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. However, there's still a legitimate shot that Tennessee can blow this thing. Um, this upcoming week, they play Miami. All right. Miami's been playing really good. They start off one and seven. If they win tonight, if they beat the Saints, they are now the seventh seed. They jump uh Baltimore, they jump Baltimore in the seventh seed. They're playing really, really good football right now. All right. 
they can be, I, I know in my heart they can beat Tennessee. Houston in week 18, they've Houston. beaten Tennessee. They're coming off of a huge win against the Chargers. Their coach, David Colley, a lot of respect for him. He has his team playing at a very, very high level. All right. They have the same record this year as they had last year with Deshaun Watson. They're playing at a very, very high level above what they're supposed to. They should have Brandon Cooks back by then, too. So um, there's still a chance that week 18, the Colts could win this thing. So that's why this whole thing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know. I know. Wow. I, I, I've had this vision in my head. I remember a couple years, uh, many years ago, it was probably 16, 17 years ago. Uh, the Packers and Vikings were battling for the, N- the NFC North title, get a home playoff game. Green Bay had won their game. They're sitting there waiting in, 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 in uh, at Lambeau. And uh, Minnesota's playing. It was, the, it was the Cardinals. It was the Cardinals, the Josh McCowan-led Cardinals. And season on the line, McCowan threw a touchdown. The final seconds bumps Minnesota, I think, completely out of the playoffs. And in Green Bay ends up winning the division title. And I just remember Brett Favre just standing on the sidelines, cheering, screaming his head off. It was just absolute pandemonium. And I feel like that could be it. I like, that's my, I feel like we could have that vision. I have that vision laid out for the Colts right now. I know it's been a nail biter. I know it's been so close, but uh, you know, I feel like this can be a thing. Dude, I want that to happen just to say that we did it, but I would really like to go into Tennessee and the, beat the brakes off them shut up their fans shut up derrick henry shut up uh, dude dude titans fans have gotten on my damn nerve this week they're awful they're they're getting worse it's hard for me to be a neutral fan they somebody there's a couple titans fans i just seen before we got on they said that the cdc is colluding with the with the colts (laughs) all right they're also saying that the nfl is colluding with the colts to sell hard knocks um you know all this just crazy stuff like damn and I think it was Landry came out and said that, you know, he wishes to shut up all the stupid Colts fans or like he wants to bury all Colts fans. Like they're a so, linebacker. Yeah. Somebody came out and said, I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? Really? I mean, yeah, okay. You're, you're just as bad as your fans and your coach. Cause your coach is stupid. You know, go line up in someone's uh, center field again over someone's logo and get beat by the Steelers. I want to kick the their shit trash. Yeah. You guys lost to him. Um, yes. You know, I would love to beat Tennessee. I want to say as far away from Kansas city and Cincinnati as humanly possible. Yeah. Cincinnati skill players are just so good right now. I, I, I can't, I, I, they scare me. They really, Cincinnati scares me a lot. Well, here's my thing too. And Cincinnati did have a really good game uh, this week against Baltimore. Baltimore is very, very depleted defensively. They still scare me. They still scare me. Don't get me wrong, but Cincinnati beat a JV squad. Um, JV Raven squad essentially, and that's they what did. gives me hope. That's what gives me hope for them. But, but you are right. There's good. They have, but, you know, the skill position players. Are very, like that confidence boost. They just went, you know, and beat Baltimore like swept that. Them. Swept them. Like spanked them. Now you got T Higgins flying around, Jamar Chase flying around like they're superheroes. You know, Mixon can gash you through the ground, and Burrow now has that count. I was like, dude, I just you know put up 500 yards. I was saying this rock all over the place. Hell yeah. You know, it could be deterrent. You know, maybe he gets a little too trigger happy, but I just, I, I haven't seen, I don't think it's a good matchup for us. I don't No, probably not. Um, and again, that's all game plan. That's all scheming, but based on, I, again, this is all on paper stuff. Uh, it, yeah. Not super favorable. I feel like that's a matchup. You got to kind of work yourself up to yep. um, no doubt about it. So um, 
So really for me, it's, uh, I want Tennessee. Um, and I wouldn't hate playing Buffalo again, either. I wouldn't hate pl- playing Buffalo again, either. I have, I, I mean, my heart's going to be pounding again. Like it was, you know, when we played him in week, what was it? 11. Yes. Uh, it's going to be pounding like it was last year. I'm going to be sitting in this, you know, this, this studio by myself again, hoping that we pull off a win this time again. A um, lot of nervousness, a lot of nervous energy. I, I made a deal with the, uh, the buddies that, hey, if Buffalo you know, hosts the Colts, I will be at that game. You're going to go to it? I have okay. to go. Have to. Right. I, you know, we missed last year's playoff game because of the COVID regulations and whatnot. Colts are playing in Buffalo in the playoffs. I have got to go. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, tem- it's tempting. It's tempting. I- We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Still a lot. It's still a couple more weeks of football. A lot of things that could shape up. No doubt about it. But uh, yeah, your ball. You got fucking huge balls for that one. Um, but all right. What's uh, it's about time to close up this episode. All right. We got the lowdown. We covered Arizona, all the COVID stuff uh, and looking ahead to the final two weeks. We got a Rogers rant in you. I got, I mean, a little teeny tiny rant, not so much a real rant, but like a, just like a little uh, just a, Looking back at this year, it's been great. We're almost out of football. And I just want us to kind of really savor these last few weeks. Because literally, like, you know, a month and a half from now, it'll be gone. There will be no more football. Correct. So no matter how the season ends for us, hopefully you'll be with us, you know, hosting Lombardi overhead. It may not. We might not even make the playoffs. We're still not an official lock. But just savor what our players have done, you know. This year hasn't been easy. You know, they've had to isolate themselves from friends and family because of COVID again. Uh, battled, you know, through injuries and, you know, getting stick stuffed up their nose every week. But seeing these guys battle day in and day out and get better every single week. And I mean, just being at that game last week, you, you felt it with the electricity to offer them and how much joy being around each other uh, and around their fans. They really enjoy being football players. And to see, you know, I went out to uh, the, the bar yesterday to watch the, the, the Bills game. And I, I think uh, McKenzie, no, no, it wasn't McKenzie. Uh, Sanders dropped a, a wide open touchdown. Like, it, guy had to make a play on it, but he dropped it. Yeah. And he got all these guys like, you know, 300 pounds. Just catch the ball. You know, these Monday armchair quarterbacks. Oh, I could have caught that. No, you couldn't. Have. You could have run to the bar to grab a beer without getting out of breath. You couldn't right. make that catch. Yeah, these guys are pros that are sacrificing their their lives, you know, to go out there and play their their health to go out there and play uh, time with their family. You know, these guys won't be able to walk normal in like 10 years from now. Right. All right. A guy can make a mistake. Yeah, he gets paid to catch a ball for a living. But don't act like you're some, you know, oh, you missed your big shot. Mr. Al Bundy scoring five touchdowns at Polk High. No, that wasn't you. You stink. Yeah, you're, you're garbage. So. We'll leave it alone for a little bit. Yeah, I don't you know, criticize these players when they make a mistake. Hey, someone drops an easy pass. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I want him to make that, but he also wanted to make that catch. It's right. not like you know he dropped it and was like, all right, no big deal. No, he's like beating himself about it. Don't sit here and like make cause a big thing, a big commotion in the bar. Oh, this idiot, blah, 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 blah. I'm a Bills fan. I'm going to go just suck down another little bat blue because I'm a fat slob. Stop it. Stop it. All right, we have another month and a half of this. Let's cherish it, enjoy it. No matter how it ends, no matter how you know many passes your, your team drops or if they go and win the Super Bowl. Dude, literally, we've sitting here and we watch professional sports and we have a great time doing it. 
why just bust balls and be stupid because yeah. a, a bad play enjoy it's too short seriously no i um it's a great point it, it you know we all get carried away sometimes we don't know the personal magnitude you know the, the these guys get paid curtis painter dropping absolute awful passes he <laughs> sucked yeah he bad that boy bad um you know, it, it's it, it is true. It is in you know, a perspective. You see just people on Twitter all the time. They just do not care. And these, you know, I, I love Darius Leonard. You know, this guy who anybody who calls him out, he'll like their tweet. Right. Oh, it's 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 oh, amazing. Dude, I, you know, I saw some Colts fan uh, post today like, hey, you guys leave Ryan Kelly alone to grieve. If he wants to come back, come back. And I saw people just burying her like, no, no, he needs to play the game. And well, he's, he's grieved long enough. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Uh, you know, you, you don't know what that guy just went through. Like he literally like watched his wife give birth to their dead infant and you're like begging for him to come back. Fuck off. I, yeah. I, that's that was trash. What, what I saw happen. She had to delete the post because you're just sick of the trash people and stuff like that really gets my goat a little bit. Twitter can be very toxic. It's awful. I hate it. But you can also meet some really good people on Twitter. So we have we've know. connected with a lot of good Colts fans, um, you know, through that. A lot of a lot of cool people to kind of just just learn and 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 get get their opinions and such from. So no doubt about it. But yeah, be That's better. Be better fans. I think it's a great one. It's appropriate. Yeah. But uh, that is it, everybody. Thank you so much. Hopefully next week we're coming back to you with the uh, on a victory Tuesday. Big uh, dub defeating the the Las Vegas Raiders. I believe it's our fi- it's our final home game, right? Yep. Yep. We're going to Jacksonville next time. So go to Jacksonville uh, week 18. So uh, hopefully, yes, hopefully leaving the season with a dub uh, at Lucas oil stadium. Thank you so much for listening on behalf of Brandon and I will talk to you next time right here. Colts fans, big dub and Bill's land, big losers. <laughs>